0: there and welcome to the Job Street Quality Connections podcast where we'll be sharing advice from top employers to help guide you on your job hunting journey. I'm Anita Wu and I've held several jobs from publishing to broadcasting and I'm here to find out what these top employers are looking for in the people they hire. In this episode, we're happy to have Roy Tan of iHIS Singapore with us to share about his role and also what he's looking for in his team. He's had 11 years experience and he's also project manager of iHIS's largest project to date. Welcome to the show, Roy.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me, Anita.
0: It's really nice to uh, be able to to see you in person, as you know, virtually. (laughs) (laughs) And um, let's start with Perhaps telling us about yourself, your position in the company, and a little bit more about IHIS.
1: Sure. So uh, let me just introduce my company first, right? IHIS Integrated Health Information System. So I think the company is a healthcare agency for our public healthcare institution. We actually design, develop, uh, and implement system. The main aim is to actually digitize, connect, and analyze uh, healthcare systems uh, for our public healthcare institutions. Um, in short, like the health tech for a healthier nation. Yeah. So I've been in this company for um, 11, 11 years. I've been in this company for 11 years already. And I'm currently a um, project manager working on IHE's one of, um, in IHE's history, one of the largest uh, projects. Uh, we term it the Next Generation Electronic Medical Record. So I'm going to give a bit about uh, electronic medical record, right? So um, the aim was, um, the, it was an initiative from the Ministry of uh, Health. And uh, the aim is actually to, you know, um, um, synergize, really. I think um, from a from a patient journey perspective, right now, right, NGMA's perspective is to actually reduce costs, and then you know sometimes uh, in a very um, simple layman form is to like reduce repeated tests that the patient needs to go to when 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 they have to switch provider for whatever reason. Um, they, they it could be. So I think um, from a system perspective, right now. We capture um, patients' um, clinical information, administrative uh, information from a patient journey perspective that starts um, right from a, from a situation of admission, a uh, patients' outpatient visit to a specialist, and, and, and maybe for some um, admission for emergency reasons and things like that. So all this will be captured uh, digitally into this system, which we are working on today.
0: That's fantastic. I guess the idea also is that it brings down costs, um, mm. for, for, for both ends, um, yeah. because it's more efficient. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. And, uh, how long, so you mentioned you've been there for about 11 years. Can yeah. you share with us how it is that you came to be where you are, the journey of your progression and how you've risen through the ranks?
1: Sure. Um, I've been with for with IHIS for eleven years already, so uh, it's, it's pretty a uh, pretty 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 long journey. But I'm I'm thankful that you know during these eleven years, I I do get to have um quite a few roles. I I started off uh, as a functional analyst, um supporting a uh imaging diagnostic system, and um I was there for a couple of years, and after that I decided to you know IHIS has a uh they do have some programs where you are allowed to um look in internally and and and. Um, find out other, other opportunity within the organization. And I went into uh, development operation, uh, which is a backend uh, developer job that I was working on for a imaging system with uh, National University Hospital for a while. And uh, opportunity came by and I was actually recruited um, as part of an IT project team to build out a electronic medical record system for one of the new hospitals in the Western side of Singapore. Um, it was the Ng Deng Fong General Hospital, so I was recruited by the CIO, our uh, the Chief Informatic Officer, then for uh, Ng Deng Fong uh, for this role. Um, uh, so I was um, fortunate to run through the entire project from initiation all the way till we we went live, and I was there to support for uh, a year before I came uh, before I took on the bigger challenge. To take on this uh, next generation EMR, where it covers two thirds of the Singapore healthcare clusters, so um, so this 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 journey is big. It's a big learning curve for me. Um, it started off with you know um, the project initiation, where we ran through um, procurement stages uh, and the the finalizing of a partner that we work with, and then uh, until today, whereby. We have already gone live with some of the institution uh, that is already using this system. And there are more to come as we plan this project in waves to deliver the, the system into the existing uh, institution that we have in Singapore. Hmm. So that's where um, basically uh, that eleven year has gone to, uh, gone to uh, in, 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 in yeah,
0: That's yeah, really impressive. I mean, it takes time to build up these intricate systems and integrate so many different moving parts. Um, Roy, so tell me about the team that you manage. So you're talking about, you, you thank your team. Uh, tell us more. How has it been um, managing your team? How many people is it? And what is it like?
1: Okay. Um, when we started this journey, we started off with a group of 10, but yes, today go on due 20 plus ready. Because, you know, as the project um, goes on, um, uh, you know, we were actually looking to the right time to put in more resources to ensure that we take on the bigger size. So today I'm managing a team of, I'm working with a team of 20 and um, well, I see the team like a, you know, like a soccer game, a soccer team, sorry. So um, when we, when we started with each other as a, as a team members, right. um, We, we come to know um, of how, what, what, what position that we are playing. So the role and responsibility of each of the team members is important so that we, we all know how, what, what, who to go to and what to do for, for as a team together, we are running this project. And of course, um, how then do we strengthen ourselves is through the work that we have like, so it's just like, you know, when, when before a soccer team goes for a game will be definitely love, um, trainings. I think, um, the journeys of, of a project is basically like, you know, we run through a lot of, um, build development we run through testing fixing before we say that we are ready so during this journey that's how we um bond together as a team um solving issues together trying to solution and ensure that we deliver something that is good enough to meet the user's requirement before we deliver it on site so of course um going on a match is like um going live with one of the sites right the only interesting thing is that um uh, the only interesting thing is that we, we cannot lose one, must score a goal. <laughs> so, in the sense that, uh, <laughs> yeah, and what adds, adds on to but a. It's live, what adds sorry. on? Sorry?
0: Because yeah. it's live.
1: Yeah, exactly. And what adds on to the, the challenge is that, you know, when, when, when we're delivering a system, right, we're delivering it in a, a live environment. So, hospital never sleeps, right? We have 24 by 7. So,. Um, that adds on to the fact that, you know, uh, whatever we put in on uh, during that day when we said that we were going to go live, uh, we we are we we have to be sure. So I uh, um that is the interesting part uh, about um going live in a project in healthcare IT. Uh there was a term for it, uh, it's like um fixing the plane uh, while the plane is still flying with passenger in the skies. Yeah.
0: That's a great I, metaphor. And also <laughs> and also like a football match and training and how what it's like to manage your team. And it's a fantastic yeah. metaphor um Thank you. what skills do you see as a leader your leadership style i know as you said because the stakes are high in in executing your projects what is your leadership style what skills do you bring to the table to your team can you share with us
1: um i think um uh, one thing that i i i personally believe that i've been um using um uh, during this uh, team leading role that I have is, um, I, I take into the perspective of standing in the shoe of whoever the team member that I'm working with and guiding, uh, through this project journey. So like, like what I share, right. Cause I started off in IHES as a functional analyst. Um, I started off as a, a graduate level. So it's, it's, really a basic level. Hence, um, I, I get to honestly, it's 11 years where right? I get to actually go through, um, the different, um, um levels of um roles and responsibility that we have this with this company. So um a lot of time well, when when I when I when I work together with them, right, I try to uh make sure that I try to understand from their perspective, taking in their role, how will they have deal with an issue. And what I usually do is that I would um guide them through in mistakes that I used to make. For example, like um really um how how a piece of work we could have think a bit further than just figuring out the work. So there's a lot of all these experiences that I share with them. Um, mm. I think in a shorter way to describe it is um, when I walk through it already, I'll talk to them about it to make sure that, you know, uh, um, I walk through the, the, the same journey as them. I will share with them. So I'm, I'm a bit of a, I, I, I don't give vision. I, I think I, the key thing for me is that I, I walk a talk together with them to make sure that they know when I say something, uh, what do I mean about it? And then when they are working on their work, um, what do I see will be the possible pitfalls, and I'll give them the guidance required. Yeah
0: Yeah, walk the talk I think is, uh, is great. Now yeah. on that note about, uh, uh, about mistakes and, and you know lessons that we've learned through mistakes, uh, can you share with us uh, any experiences that you've had um, in which it was maybe unexpected or at, which led to some some real lessons?
1: Yeah so um, yeah yeah that, that's, that, that's a good one it really brings me to that uh instant that I would like to share with you. <laughs> so when I started this uh journey as a functional analyst the first two years well, I was actually supporting a uh diagnostic imaging system. So what happened was that there was a uh, there was a system issue and um I usually we have um you know we, we deal with uh, issues at, at a very um we really exercise sensitivity to it because of the fact that there are different categories of severity. So this one was pretty um severe in the sense that, you know, there there are some outages. So what happened was that, you know, um, straight away we, we go into a, uh, swap team mode whereby I used to assemble a group of people who are involved in these systems and, uh, the solution partners that we could work with, with this particular system. And, um, well, the issue happened. And then we were on site at the hospital, trying to, you know, troubleshoot, figure out, determine what is the next course of actions that we need to take. So it all went well, you know, until, um, Uh, the fact that, you know, I was in the hospital for 36 hours. Uh, I get to sleep there. It's not that I didn't get to. It's just that, you know, you don't sleep in a nice bed, you know. (laughs) But the thing is that uh, what happened to me was that um, because it was my first two years, and back then my wife was like, you know, why are you not back yet? And um, and I'm starting to get a bit nervous as well. I've been there for 36 hours. So, um, of course, that is something that, you know, as an individual, you will feel yeah, how can it be right? I'm like at work for thirty six hours. We no no one can support and take over me. That's that's weird, right? Non stop. Yeah, non stop. Uh, we were actually uh, I would say that yeah yeah it's really non stop in the sense that we were rectifying the issue, trying to make sure that uh, any any data that we are touching, right, like, we are very careful about it. So uh, there was a lot of scrutinizing, a lot of like you know I have done the check ready. Let's get someone else a fresh pair of eyes and things like that. So we're working very tirelessly with the vendors. So um. It was somewhere within that 36 hour, but like really at the end, tail end of it ready. When I look at it, at a bigger picture, I realized that, you know, um, by the time when we finish it, we fix it already. And the director was talking to the head of department, uh, like, you know, we have solved the issues, right? I realized one thing, you know, think one of our core values is professionalism. So I thought that, you know, it was, that was something that I learned about. Wow. We, we did it, man. Like, um, though it's um, 36 hours of work, right? Uh, at least, huh, my, my users will now continue care with the SG population and that 36 hour really, you know, it's long. First of all, the first thing you feel is that, wow, well, it's long. But I think the next thing was that, you know, uh, we made it. What is more important is that uh, made it, no further issue, care continues. I think that's key for us.
0: Yeah, and I think it's amazing that you were, you were at it for 36 hours before you realized
1: yeah. that <laughs> it would have
0: been that long.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't have realized it until my wife had started to message me and then, how come you're not back yet? So, so you know, <laughs> yeah.
0: And you didn't even think about getting back up at the time because you were just so into it.
1: Yeah, we, I, I, of course, um, being, a, being a, a junior member, right, I was more into like understanding uh, what can I do, what is my role and making sure that uh, together with the vendors that we have working with, right, we, we, we just kind of thought to have another mistake. We just want to make sure that it, it just gets through well, easy.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, What do you look for when you're hiring people for your team? It sounds like a very dynamic team and and very specific requirements for the job.
1: Yeah. Um, I... I got, the like, uh, I got a team of like I got a team with wide diversity of uh, people from everywhere. Like, you know, um, I get to I think the interesting thing is I get to get to learn a bit more of everyone's culture. Um, honestly, right, I think uh, important factor to come into this uh, organization is um I think positive attitude and uh, you got to persevere. A bit. The perseverance part is something that I think is really important. Like right? um, sometimes when you are uh, I I don't know which job does not have a issue or or challenges that you need to face. Uh, But in IHIS, you definitely have to because of the fact that, you know, um, you're dealing with healthcare, right? It's uh, dynamic. It evolves. So uh, system has to have that capability. So of course, um, the positive attitude is important because of the fact that you have to deal with a lot of stakeholders, right? And um, Mm -hmm. you got to stand from their shoe, understand and find out something that from the system that is able to meet that needs. So there will there'll ne- there'll never be a time that um, someone will come and tell you that, don't worry, you know, we will definitely find a solution at the first time for you. Uh, there's definitely a lot of trial and errors. So um, positive mindset and attitude is important to ensure that you don't see issues as trouble coming, but challenges and learning opportunities. So if you really take it and believe it that it's a learning opportunity, right, then I think that's when you... You know, you build up the resiliency because of the fact that, you know, that's not that's the first challenge that you took through already and then you learn something of it. When the second comes really, right, you, you when when you are really working on it, um, and when you actually get to it, they fix you already. You will recognize what you have done differently. I think that's how um, I I have learned through this journey by his yeah.
0: Perseverance and, and that ability to think swiftly and be willing yeah. to do it. <laughs> <laughs> how, how? I'm curious. I'm curious. You know, on a piece of paper, when you see a CV, and then you know, someone comes in for an interview. How do you assess these values?
1: Okay, so uh, honestly speaking, right. Like, um, whenever there is a CV being presented to me, right, like, of course we have to look into like, you know, uh, what has been the job experiences, like the role that they have played in all the past uh, organization that they have been with, and um, what I'll do is that uh, based on the the achievements. And what they have written as what are their capabilities from or, or skill set they have used in that role, right? I'll, I will try to understand a bit more, like asking them what would be some of the most difficult challenges that they have been through. Uh, what was the technical skill set that they used? And then, you know, how did they actually, were, were they on their own? Were they with a team? It's really to figure out, I like, you know, how, how, how a person, um, how how that individual actually kind of like um, works through that role. So there, there, there's, uh, and and the interesting thing is that there's always uh, a variety of answers. Lah. But what I look forward to is something whereby uh, it has been challenges, there's been tough, but they are able to, you know, at the end of the day still deliver something and they can like, really share with you uh, the painstaking part of them uh, pulling it through. I think that that means that, you know, you have to persevere to get the outcome. I think that's not something that's easy to get. Some, sometimes people just, you know, it depends on how, how tough the challenge is. There will be a journey where some, at some point you give up. So that's how I actually try to figure out a bit more when I have the opportunity to interview a candidate.
0: That's right. If you want to be on Roy's team, you've got to have perseverance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, great. So what other advice do you have for candidates? So you 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 obviously go through this inquiring process and you you ask them about their experience, but what other advice do you have for candidates and what should they not do?
1: Oh, okay. Um for the for the for the journey that I have been through, uh, interviewing, uh, seriously, quite a fair bit of candidates, right? I, I think one thing that um, is pretty common, and I, I I personally think that is the issue will be, um, don't 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 read through the whole script of um uh a whole CV and repeat the whole thing again to the interview at the start of the whole interview, like when when the question is just give a brief intro of yourself. I would love to actually know about you as a character, as a person, what do you really do? But, um, I have to be very honest, right. There are some, uh, they are pretty good. Uh, they really memorize the entire CV and they can tell you exact to the point of the words. Then when you're looking at it, you're like, wow. And I I, th- I thought that wasn't uh, good because you only have that, that hour, that session with the interviewer. Um, when you read, read through that CV, right, you could have actually spent like a good 10 to 20 minutes already. So, um, that does not help me in, uh, understanding you know uh, what is your need, what was the what was the cool factor of IHIS that really interests you? And then what do you think uh, is your you know your job your your traits of work are uh, your characteristic your character your traits that you think you're able to you know take on this job that is um that you are actually interviewing for I think these are all important to just share through across the person who is trying to understand you a bit more. So one one I mean my my, my sense of advice would be please don't, please don't <laughs> repeat whatever you have wrote in that CV. A short intro is ready to, you know, give people to build that, uh, to icebreak, to build that understanding of knowing you as an individual first before we start uh, the questions.
0: Do you have any advice for those who are perhaps further along in their career?
1: I, I, I think I, 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 can, I, I can definitely share a bit about that. Uh, reason being, like I, I, I've never thought of like healthcare IT as my, journey or my career in so far, you know. So when I started, I always thought that you know I would like to be in a telecommunication industry because I was just having this interest about it. So having having to land with uh um, Motorola at the start, uh when I was uh finding a job was like a man, I hate it kind of situation. So um I, I think what happens is that if if you are into a situation whereby um you're looking to you know, you have, you have been in the industry for quite some time already, and you are looking into joining another uh, company from another industry. I think the key thing would be you got to be going in open and you got to really make sure that you have the, again, a positive mindset and perseverance. Why? Because um, when I started with um, Motorola, right, having a, a, a big organization where everything is um, very structured. Um, and, and they have that, definitely have their process to ensure that every single phone that they build is delivered on time into the market, right? Uh, versus like, you know, in the healthcare where things are dynamic, changes come because of, uh, for example, COVID didn't, didn't just come knocking our door, telling us that six months down the road, I'll come visit you. It just happened just like that. For IHIS to react, to actually take on the challenge to make sure that things happen, right? Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't like someone just says something and it happens, there was a lot of things going on. Everyone has to take on their thinking cap to figure out how best can we roll all these things out. So uh, the positive mindset and and opening to the fact that you know you are learning, I think is important because you are switching from in one industry to another. No doubt about the fact that you definitely have your 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 experiences, your soft skill sets like how you think logically, uh, being mature enough to know that you know uh, you don't start over small situations. I think there are some things that you will definitely have. But I think the key thing is because you're going into a new industry, uh, the dynamic of the environment, all this has to, you have to deal with it in a more open mindset. La. Just telling yourself that I'm just, when I started IHIS, I just took, in on, uh, took on the fact that I'm, I'm, I'm just a fresh grad again. You know, uh, that, that kind of mindset. La. Yeah. Fresh so eyes. That's the,
0: eyes. So that's the... So that's... Thanks, Anita. Really appreciate that. Thank you so much. So that's... Thanks for listening to the Jobstreet Quality Connections podcast. And don't forget to check out the other episodes. While you're at it, download the Jobstreet app for the easiest and fastest way to search for the most jobs. Catch you in the next episode.